Hello, I'm your host, Dr. Pamela Sudley. Welcome to The Beating Mind, a show where we address all thoughts that occupy our attention or are a cause for distraction. Have you ever had thoughts about how you feel you've not been giving enough time to some aspects in your life because work or something else that occupies a major time of your day is draining you completely? Well, in today's episode, I'd like to discuss a phrase that is commonly used to describe this phenomenon. And I'm certain you've heard of it too, at some point in time. It's this thing we call a work-life balance. To begin with, let's explore what exactly do people mean when they use this expression. Work, as we all know, is something we do that may or may not be enjoyable may pay us like a salaried job, or may not like some mandated tasks. It's something we allocate a major part of our time to during the day or night to fulfill a specific amount of our commitment we have towards it. Now life on the other hand, as is implied by this phrase, is everything else but work. This could include your family, your friends, time you spend on vacation, at a concert, time you even spend by yourself or at your child's recital, things you do out of your interest like a hobby or learning a new language. Anything you do that needn't necessarily have a specific obvious return in exchange for your time dedicated towards it. Now, what is my problem with this expression? Simply put, I disagree with the separation of the two entities, when in reality, the former is actually a subset of the latter. You see, work isn't separate to life. It is a part of it. Calling it a work-life balance is like saying you're working on your relationship life balance or you're trying to maintain a health life balance. Sounds absurd. Well, yes, because it is. The term work-life balance implies that we stop living our lives when at work and function mechanically. This notion also brings along with it the assumption that we are therefore devoid of or keep restrained our emotions that we would otherwise express in life. Now let me tell you what happens if this is how we approach this theory. We wake up thinking, ah, yet another week of work. That then, depending on the kind of work we have, sets the tone of our mood from the get-go. It's why we also don't take our entire selves to work. We get distracted with other thoughts not pertaining to work when at work. Our brain tries to bring in matters it deems important enough to get our attention. Because we've told about the segregation we've created. We wait to finish work because we want to get back to life. Sometimes we get so overcome by work that it then creeps into other aspects of life. Ever been asked by a loved one, bad day at work? Why do you think this is? Could it 
simply be because you are so engulfed by this task you call work, where you are unable to be yourself, bottle up your emotions only to release them when you return to life, that it now spills into these aspects and affects them? Don't get me wrong, your mood can be affected with one thing you do, and that can be carried on to another aspect too. However, the complexity of how you feel at work and how you carry back those emotions when you return home to a loved one is quite different. It tends to affect your hunger, for example, your tone when responding, if you even feel like responding, the quality of time you spend with someone or if you just want to be left alone. In addition, the brain now presents you with these weird thoughts about work when you're not working. Why? Because that's how your mind is designed. Getting our attention to focus on things that matter is what our mind does best. Whether that means it's when we're concentrating on the task at hand or at 2 a.m. when we're fast asleep. And the same is true for students balancing life with school, university, etc., etc. Trust me, it happens to us all. So, what do I propose we call it then, and how can we improve this? Well, for starters, let's not call it a work life balance. How about something like balance or harmony or even equilibrium of life or perhaps a balance between my personal and professional life whatever you come up with the idea is to not delineate between work which is a part of your life and the remainder of what you would term as your actual life so choose an all-encompassing phrase so that when you describe it, it indicates that you are speaking of an overall balance. Right, now that you've chosen your description, how can this make a difference to actually attaining said balance? Unfortunately, it can't. And that's not a bad thing. Hear me out. While listening to this and if it's safe, I'd like you to picture your life as an equalizer. You know, the kind you use for music that looks like a bar graph. Picture four bars or more, depending on the broad aspects you divide your life into. Let's say one bar represents your health. It comprises of tasks like cooking healthy meals, working out at the gym, running, meditating, etc., etc. Another bar is for the family. This includes time spent with the kids on homework, outdoors, playing games, watching movies, vacations. You get the idea. The third would be a social bar. Anything you do to socialize with friends, colleagues or acquaintances, social events that you would attend, that tennis match with your mate that you've been wanting to play and other such stuff. And say the last bar represents you. This bar would comprise of things like some alone time dedicated to yourself or catching up on those books you've been meaning to read, starting a new language, 
a rejuvenating nap or even a restful night's sleep. Anything you want to do for yourself would be represented on this bar. Now feel free to add more bars that encompass broader tasks if you feel that some of the things you do don't fit under any of the four bars categories I've mentioned. Also, it would help to visualize each of these bars in a different color. So, let's now imagine the bars of this equalizer of life resting on the horizontal x-axis. This axis represents your life's tasks allocated each day of your week. The vertical y-axis represents the total number of hours in a day. Now, if you were to plot your Monday on this graph, you would find that the bar for work is higher than all the others, with a sizable chunk of your time spent here. You'd probably see that your social bar has barely even risen high enough to make a difference on the graph. But perhaps if you compared it to your, say, Saturday's graph, you might find that these social and family bars are almost at equal length and height if you will, while the work bar is negligible. This can vary vastly on the nature of what you do, what days of the week you do and what time you do those tasks. So, if you were to step back and compare your week's graphs, you will find that no two days may be the same. Some days have some bars higher than the others and various factors are responsible for that. However, what I want you to really notice is the bigger picture. Notice that on your daily graph, much like an equalizer, every bar is at a varying level of frequency, if you will, to harmonize the time you've spent in those 24 hours. A balance of these bars is what maintains the equilibrium of your music of life. Just like those bars, the idea is to make some time for all at some point with varying frequency. The aim is not to try and forcibly equalize all of the bars every single time with equal amounts. Because what do you suppose would happen if we tried to do that? music would sound distorted. Sometimes you need to tune out work and emphasize the output of your health. At other times you may need to raise the frequency for family time while reducing another bar to maintain that equilibrium. So some elements will at times be at the forefront while some will need to have a much lower cadence. This is never a constant and this is what true balance of life is all about in the next episode we'll look at how we can assign our focus on some of those bars i previously discussed that way we can change the music of our life so it doesn't feel monotonous or distorted or even strained so don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a comment about your thoughts. You can also share this episode with anyone you would think would benefit from hearing it. Thank you for listening.
Until next time, I'd like to leave you with this thought. Life is not a seesaw, where if the load on one side increases, you add more weight to the other to balance it. Life is a multifarious melody. Each day is a different day, and therefore each day is a different song. Thank you.